0: welcome in everybody it's Wind daily sports it's the early lock show like we do every single day tony adam we're here to break down tonight's slate for friday getting ready for a weekend adam i'm excited because i'm a philly guy you know that and i got the angels coming to town so not oh, excited nice. about the phillies right but i'm excited yeah. about seeing the angels man uh one of the preseason darlings of a lot of us who really liked the uh, what they're doing and just to see out the hometown boy back in philly which is great but let's let's get right into this because you know again 12 games tonight we, we, we had a lot of good pitching matchups here. So right off the bat, we always talk about aces. Who's that one guy? Who you locked in on? Who's the guy that's going to lead your team?
1: Well, for the first part, I mean, I'm a Pittsburgh guy, so I, I know the feeling of being more excited for the visiting team uh, quite well. We'll just leave it at that. Two damn months, man. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Other than like a you know a five year span there for a little while, but look, uh, you know, we have a ton of choices for aces. There, there's. A lot of the, the normal suspects, you have Cole, you have Mastro, Burns, Beaver, McClanahan, Gilbert's underpriced. <laughs> Nate Iavaldi for some reason is only eight thousand dollars coming off two straight 30-point efforts. Uh, okay, sure. Thanks, DK. I guess yeah, that's that's that, weird. that's gonna be wild. But for me, you know, I don't think money's gonna necessarily be a big barrier here with, with this many games on the slate. So I'm looking to Garrett Cole, man. Yes, he is the most expensive guy on the slate, yes. There's plenty of alternatives, and you know, at pretty much 11,000, you need him to basically score the most points, but I'm not sure there's too many better spots for him here. Detroit's bad against the fastball. They're in the bottom 10, 39 of 72 strikeouts from Cole this season, off the four-seam fastball. The Tigers have the highest chase rate in baseball, the fifth highest whiff rate, striking out over 25% of the time. And you get Cole rolling in with with a 31% K rate, and he's getting a swinging strike 15.6% of the time. Salary's high, but man, on paper, this is one of those spots where he can hang 35 without much of a second thought.
0: Yeah. You know what the best part about it is? And and this is why we try to help you guys here look inside the numbers when we look at this. Even though, because we talk about this, you hear us all the time. We're not worried about the win. Garrett Cole is that good that two starts ago against Baltimore he gives up eight hits, five runs, and still gives you 25 because he struck at 11, right? Yep. So, yep. I mean, this is 21 strikeouts in two games, the last two, and he's pitched an average of 105-plus pitches. So, there's no doubt in my mind that that is the way to go. You have to go right to Garrett Cole, pay up against Detroit. They're not going to hit him a lot, so this is going to be a great spot for him. What about... Value play, Adam. Is there is there that one pitcher maybe that we could look at that obviously not give you Garrett Cole numbers, but maybe you could pay down for is your one B.
1: So I'm not sure how much into the the punt range I'm gonna go tonight. And it's because he these AK. Like there's just simply no reason for this. I don't understand it whatsoever. You know, he had that bump in the road where he just got hammered by the Astros. I think mean, he gave five home runs in an inning at, at one point, negative 13 DK. Okay, fine. I get that, but in the past two, he went for thirty DK, one hundred one pitches, eleven strikeouts against Seattle. Then he got Baltimore for a complete game, uh, six strikeout game, thirty DK in each. Now he gets Oakland. Oakland can be a little bit pesky, but generally they're just not that good of an offense right now. He's eight thousand dollars. This is a. I mean, just look through, look through his game logs, man. Like this is not how he's been priced a court like the entire season for the most part. You see a lot of ninety five hundreds in there. He's far too cheap. Like even if you just couldn't afford Garrett Cole and you love the rest of your lineup and you got to come down to Corbin Burns or something, if all your sb two spot just makes way too much sense at this salary.
0: Yeah, I like that. He's a strikeout guy, obviously, so that that's always a good thing as well. And I'm I'm going to go. My punk guy is, is is one of your guys, man. I'm going to go a little pirate accent here and go with my man JT Brubaker. And again, only specifically because looking at what he's been able to do, he's proved me wrong a few times. He's got your innings pitch. I know he gives up some hits, but he's double-digit DK in four of the last five. Three of the last five, he's over 19. And he's 7,600 going up against an Arizona team I'm really not scared of. And the Pirates just swept the Dodgers. Like, right? And they're coming home off that momentum. So um, I really like that play right there. How about the gas can? Who Who's that guy we're going to attack?
1: Yeah, sometimes it's just as easy as going down to who, who yeah. has the lowest salary. I didn't know that Chi-Chi Gonzalez was even still in baseball, and this is going to be yeah. his first start of the season. But Ooh. last year, he, he pitched over 100 innings somehow, some way. Uh, 508 XFIP, ERA over 6.4. And he got destroyed by right-handed hitting. It was a 4.15 Woba, a 2.23 home run per nine, 6.27 fifth. I don't think the Jays are the team you want to face when you're no. not handling right-handed hitting. Toronto's starting to heat up a little bit. I know Vlad's still not quite there. But as a team, they're starting to put some runs on the board. And normally Toronto's you know in that mid-five range. There's not a single hitter tonight that is over $5,000. There's not even one that is five thousand. Bobachette is forty nine hundred. Vlad is forty three hundred. Wow! I get it, man. He's ice cold. Buck ninety four in his last two or last ten. He's not hitting well. You're not paying for Vlad Guerrero right now. It's forty three hundred. That's got to be a lock. Come on, (laughs) man. We we talk about FVPs a lot. I feel like that should be an honorary mention because you do not get Vlad at forty three hundred ever, especially. Mm against chichi gonzalez it's, it's a just, funny way it feels, I, 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 it feels too good to be true
0: no, it's it's true because it, it could be as simple as you go down, you see four thousand, you're like, all right, you click on the guy. It, but this is just too easy. It, it's just it's just too easy. And as always, make sure you're following at Windowy Sports and all social formats. And make sure you're dropping a, you know, you're you're hitting the subscription, hitting the like button, and make sure you're reading these damn articles to these guys. They put their blood, sweat, and tears into man. Every single day. I know Adam drops it every day, checking out your pictures, checking out your plays. And Adam, I'm looking at this and saying okay who else you know we talked earlier about the bats we talked about you know the the yankees going up against detroit with garrett cole uh what's that stack what are those those power guys that we need to look at the uh, for tonight
1: so i'm probably still going uh with the red sox you know we have a course game on the slate i'm sure they're going to attract some attention um you know the braves put up double digit runs last night but Caprillion for Oakland has just not been that great of a pitcher. Um, The lefties against him so far have a 6.51 FIP. He's only striking out 11. Both sides of the plate have a 1.98 home run per nine. So I'm starting this with the lefties from Boston, which isn't always the case, but Verdugo, Franchi Cordero, uh, Raphael Devers is usually one of your first guys in with a Boston stack. Those lefties would probably be the first in. And then we can look at the guys like Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, uh, Trevor Story. You know, they were hitting really well, and their prices got a little out of hand there for for probably about maybe three or four days. These guys were pushing 6K. They're back down under 5,500. You know, these guys are affordable with a punt hitter or two, even with some of these ace pitching that we've talked about.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. And again, I I went with this a few weeks ago, and I and I talk about sneaky stacks, and I got a sneaky stack. I'm gonna go Cleveland here, and again, I'm gonna go attack Bruce Zimmerman, who again just giving up a ton of hits and runs. The guy is just being hit all over the place. Eight, six, seven, seven. I mean, our runs. You're talking about. 15 19 uh 25 in four games he's given up nine home runs in two games and i look at this cleveland lineup and i say okay who you know after uh mr jose ramirez at 5800 josh Naylor's 4200 rosario 4200 miles 3800 yep. stephen kwan 3300 right you you can get different here by not taking jose ramirez and maybe taking a, a nail or Rosario and Straw stack, and you still got a ton of money even with Garrett Cole and bumping your pivot pitcher down to guys that we mentioned earlier in the show. So I like Cleveland spe- uh, specifically for the value. Adam, is there any sneaky stack you may like here? Uh,
1: I do like Cleveland a good bit. Um, I got to be honest, I'm I might be on the other end of you, and okay. I might, I might I like go it. with I might go with Arizona here. Um, Ooh. You know, it's attacking
0: not your boy JT.
1: I mean, he, he might pitch for Pittsburgh. I, I wouldn't necessarily call him my boy, <laughs> but <laughs> listen, like Arizona strikes out a lot. And, you know, this, this is definitely one of those starts that could go either way. Brubaker yep. could strike out a few, get through five, six innings, put up a good score, but he can also get hit around at certain points. And when you look, you know, the ERA and the XFIP is over four. He's a little bit worse to the left side of the plate. With a 1.17 home run per nine, the XIPs creeping up towards five, and the Diamondbacks can throw out seven, eight lefties. So this is definitely a boom bust spot. I could see this one. I could, like I said, Brewbreaker could do well. I don't know, man. 13% walk rate to the left side. This this is a team that could give him some trouble if if they can stop themselves from striking out for one night
0: i like it i do i like it and i and i'll go i'll go right off off of you right there and go we don't usually do this but i'll go i don't know what the number's gonna be because it's early but i'm gonna go home run prop for Pavin smith mm-hmm. hey you know he's 3200 obviously but he's only hit one home run in the past seven games but i think i'm just feeling it man i'm i'm feeling that left-handed bat in the pittsburgh stadium and hitting one out on a friday night i just it's going to be 80 degrees the ball's going to be moving and you just mentioned that jt can get hit around uh any other value plays out ffbps who do you have for tonight
1: so there's two uh one is michael harris from the braves um 2500 uh in course field he'll hit at the bottom of the lineup but at the same time um uh Chad Cool works the left side of the plate. He's got some blowback coming uh from the left side. Uh his X is much higher than his actual production given up. Anytime you get a guy 2,500 in cores, I don't care if it's at the back end of the lineup, he's gonna bat you know through the ninth inning. And then uh, I still have to learn how to pronounce this guy's first name. I feel I feel bad right now. But Marcano from Pittsburgh uh they called him up the the past few games. He's only played seven games. You know, we we don't know, like, quite where that talent level is. But in those seven, 333 average, two home runs. He's he's stolen a base. You know, he can get it done. And you just look at the game logs. Eight, 18, 16, 10. That was in L.A., in San Diego. He'll be at home for the first time, or second time, excuse me. I, I don't mind that either at 2,500 against Merrill Kelly from the left side of the plate.
0: Yeah, Merrill Kelly can get hit against. And remember, everybody, FFVP cash is 7 at 12 points. This is the guy, not that you're going to lean on, the guy that you fill in your line, that actually can get you above everybody else. And I want to go, you mentioned you had the Rodriguez play, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to piggyback right off of that. And I'm going to go over with Emil Tapia and for Toronto, because this was a guy we talked about in the beginning of the year. I rode him in Colorado last year. He was a great trendsetter. He was an FFVP a lot. And he's hot right now. He's hot for Toronto. He's given you above the FFVP cash line four of the last four, two multi hits in the last three. He's got four doubles in the past four games. He is absolutely lighting. The, the the scene on fire as an ffvp so for 2500 in that lineup against a, a, a pitcher who's going to get hit which we just mentioned i really like that play for 2500 adam final thoughts anything you want to say before we get out of here
1: um it's just a really fun pitching slate and you know these are ones where i kind of let the field dictate what kind of chances i'll take in gpp because you can't play everybody and when we look at this top Maybe Garrett is a little bit lower on than I think, because he's almost 1,100. Maybe Corbin Burns is the one that falls through the cracks a little bit. My one that I think is really going to fall through, and I, I maybe I'm wrong, is Shane McClanahan. 9,600, we usually steer far away from pitchers, uh, lefty pitchers against the White Sox. Dude, McClanahan is so good. He's leading all of Major League Baseball in K-rate, swing strike rate. He's only trailing Kevin Gossman. I get it. White Sox are really good against lefties, even without Tim Anderson. If nobody's playing Shane McClanahan, you better believe I will be.
0: I like it. And we'll, we'll end on that. And I will say, just to piggyback off the pitcher thing, this is the kind of night. You set your line up early you make sure before lock it's all good and then you just sit back and you become a baseball fan and just watch national pastime with these guys that are just going to be blowing hitters away uh, this is an mlb network night where you're going flashback from game to game to game so as always window sports is where you find us tony adam we got you covered make sure you're getting us in the discord adam is there religiously make sure you're reading the article that drops already that's on there to give you more analytics past this show everybody Have a a fantastic weekend. Look out for the 5 and 5 on Saturday and Sunday. And everybody, uh, good betting and make a profit.